Well, good morning, everybody, and welcome to the Mettler Marketing Podcast. I'm Linda Mettler, and I'm so excited today because I have a wonderful person here with me today to talk about kind of the culture and how to achieve great teamwork and a great culture inside of your dental office. So today, I am so lucky to have Harriet Rosenthal. She is the office manager for the office of Raymond Tanaka and Cynthia Leong in Glendale, Arizona. And Harriet just has such a wealth of knowledge. She has been in the dental industry for over 30 years. She's been uh, the office manager and had several roles um, in the past 33 years at Dr. Tanaka's office. So I'm so excited and just want to welcome you, Harriet, to our podcast. And thank you so much for joining us today. Hi, Linda. Thanks for talking to me today and taking the time out to see me. Oh, so excited to have you, Harriet. So let's jump right in. Harriet, my first question for you is, how long have you worked in the dental industry? You know, let me, let us share with us your background and, you know, how long you've been working at Dr. Tanaka's office and kind of some of the different roles and evolution that you've had there. I've worked in the dental industry for over 30 years. Uh, during that time, I've worked with Dr. Tanaka and Dr. Leong in different capacities. I actually met Dr. Leong at a periodontal office when um, I first started working in dentistry, and that's how I met Dr. Tanaka. Um, so my, my positions as, as office manager, I feel just evolved. Um, can't remember a day that the docs asked me to be manager. Well, that's great. They obviously have a lot of faith and trust in you. Um, tell me, so, so Harriet, one of the reasons I wanted to chat with you today is, is, you know, I've been to the office several times and you guys have such an amazing culture at Dr. Tanaka's office and, and you are absolutely, you know, one of the main drivers of that, of that culture. And, you know, tell me how it is that you and you and Dr. Tanaka and Dr. Leong have created that staff culture. And tell me a little bit about the philosophy of the culture at, at your office. Uh, well, I guess from the get-go, I've always uh, felt a sense of ownership in the practice and have taken the success of it very serious. Um, the, uh, the docs have always made it feel like a family atmosphere. Um, they, uh, Dr. Tanaka and Dr. Leung have created an environment that whoever walks in the door, whether it's an employee or patient, we, you feel welcomed and cared for. Um, so it wasn't hard for me to catch on to this concept because this is how I, I operate personally. Um, so the environment in the office is upbeat and friendly and we try to celebrate one another and learn from each other. Uh, so, um, I don't know, it just it kind of evolved that way. I, you know, the docs have always treated me like family and treated my family like their family. So, um, I guess I've stayed at, at the practice so long because um, I feel like they've made me part of the business. That's great. That's great. And I know that. Um... I know that several of the team members have a lot of tenure, have been there for, you know, five plus, eight plus, 10 plus years. So tell me a little bit about some of, some of the team members you work with there. Well, you know, actually some of the team members that, are, that aren't part of the team, they, they I've kept in touch with quite a few of them. 
Um, and I, I attribute that to the environment at the office. Uh, everyone, um, I feel like one of the best part of, one of the be- best parts about being part of the office is the people that I have, the relationships I have acquired from being there. Um, you know, they're just not coworkers, I guess, for me, that they've, they've become part of my family. Um, and so, you know, I know that some of them have this past year, like everybody else, has had a lot of changes. So, you know, quite a few of the, the employees that had tenure have left. And there's Laura that she's been there for probably just as long as I have. And she's one of the hygienists. She, um, she, uh, she probably feels the same way that I felt that she's part of the family. Then we've got Uni. I know Uni is also one of the hygienists. She's been there for, gosh, I wish I, I should have written down the, the out, the years that they've been there, but I know that Uni's been there for at least 10 plus years. Um, and then, We've got Jamie. I think Jamie has been Dr. Leong's assistant. She's been there for probably 14 years, going on 14 years. I don't want to. I don't want to miss out wow, on that's anybody. Just great. We've got we've got quite a few people that oh, have no. been there a while. So and then Monica. Monica so what actually, do you think, Harriet? Is I'm sorry. Right. So Monica's no, been okay. there quite a few Tell years. Tell me she more was, about Monica. She, 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 she's she's yeah, great. Yeah, she actually started, I believe, when she was a teenager. And then, of course, life happened and she got married and had kids and moved away and then eventually uh, rejoined our practice. And she's been uh, working, you know, at the front as our financial coordinator. And she's she's getting ready to make a change as well this this year, this next year. Um, and move on. But we also have just acquired so many new talent. You know, the, the girls, the new girls that have joined the practice have really added so much to our office. We've never had this much change in over 30 years. And it was a little bit scary at first, but I felt like, I don't know, it was pretty refreshing sure. to have some new faces some new personalities. Um, and I know Dr. Tanaka and Dr. Leung have enjoyed teaching. So that's been, that's been great. So I don't think I, I, I don't, I don't, uh, I'm not afraid of change anymore <laughs> as far as staff. Uh, at first it was a little bit scary. Well, but. it sounds like, yeah, of course. Well, and, and the last year with, with the pandemic, that, that certainly scared everybody, every practice. But I know your practice uh, or, or the practice of Dr. Tanaka handled it differently than than most practices. I I know obviously you guys had to close for a short time, but I felt like you guys really tried to keep everything going and you know, keep the patients informed about what was going on and make them feel like everything was going to be okay and I and I know that within the practice all of you kind of, you know, um, banded together to stay strong and, and keep things going. And, and I know Dr. Tanaka, I, I heard anyway, you can tell me if this is true or not, but I, I heard that, you know, he just, you know, kept payroll, kept everything going for you guys during all this time and stayed in touch and, and kept everybody going. 
Absolutely. I mean, he came, kept us abreast to all the information that was out there as far as when we could reopen. I know we were, we were closed for about seven weeks. Um, like everybody else, it was just, a, you know, new territory for us. We would have never dreamt that our office would have closed. Um, but I can tell you this much because of the relationships that we have with the patients, um, I thought it was really remarkable that the, they had so much trust in our office and they know the type of people that Dr. Tanaka and Dr. Leong are. They know that they were going to make it as safe as possible for them to come back to the office. So when we started back up in June, um, I, I can't tell you the response that we got from our patients. They were, our schedule was full and it was amazing. And it really, really, um, hit home to me that we really had something special, um, as far as our patient base, the trust that we have with people. I, I, you know, I, I don't want to, I mean, Dr. Tanaka has a lot of confidence and so does Dr. Leong. Um, I don't always tell him this, but, um, you know, so, so, so proud of both of them. Um, I don't need to add to Dr. Tanaka's self-esteem because he's already got a good one. Um, but I really, you know, for me, it was very touching, you know, to me to see the response. And I really felt such pride to be part of an organization that cared so much about not only their patients, but their staff. Um, and it was really heartwarming to me. I mean, I no one has to tell me how special Dr. Tanaka and Dr. Leong are. I already know that. But to see them in action in a time that, you know, no one knew how to handle this pandemic. It, I really, I always knew the type of people that they are, they have been. But to see them in action like that, um, I mean, I, I just, I can't even put into words how proud I was of both of them and how proud I was to be a part of the office and very, very thankful for how they handled everything. Yeah, abs absolutely. That's definitely a very touching tribute to them, Harriet. Um, but I know that they would say that a large part of their success is also you and the entire staff and the entire team at your office. Um, and, a, and a second ago, you mentioned, you know, how the patient response, um, you know, during the pandemic and after and how much they how much trust they have in your office, which which is so obvious. I feel like a huge part of the culture at your office is just about being so patient centric and that do you, do you think that that's you know a core foundation and that contributes to the culture at your office i feel like every team member every staff member at your office really truly walks walks the talk of putting the patient first and that you guys are so patient centric. Do, do you think that's true? Absolutely. I mean, I feel like we all take ownership that once those doors open, I mean, it's showtime. I mean, it is, you basically only have a, sometimes a shot in one in six months to make an impression on, on your patient. Um, so I have practiced this personally right. and professionally to give my full attention to either 
the person in front of me or the person on the phone. Um, so, and because of the staff culture um, that the Tanakas have created, the patients have said um, countless times they feel like family themselves. Harriet, what are some of the procedures that you do every day that contribute to this feeling of family being patient-centric, um, you, you know, the feeling of, of ownership and family with the patients and the and the staff. I know, like for example, I know one thing that you are really good at doing because I've, I've seen you in action is um, you spend a lot of time on follow-up with, with patients. You actually pick up the phone and call patients and follow up with them and you, you're really good at reaching out. So I'm just sort of wondering, like, do you have certain procedures that you follow every day to make sure that you stay on top of of you know recalls and things like that. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so what I do is um, since well, I've always done this. Um, if someone cancels on the schedule, I you know, and they don't reschedule, I usually put them on my um, on my calendar to call them a couple months from now. And I have a system so everybody knows that even if I don't take the phone call, they know to put them on my list. So I have a running list every month of, I can't tell you how many people that um, either have, I know that they're gonna have a surgery or they haven't rescheduled. So I have this running list of people. I really only put their names because once I do that, I just know that there's a reason for it. I, uh, you know, I read my last notes or, or, you know, the person that spoke to them last will make great clinical notes for me. So then I can just follow up and know exactly why I'm calling them. You know, I'm, I'm either calling them to check on them because of a surgery or check on them because they haven't even scheduled, you know, since the pandemic, I still have a handful of people that have not scheduled in two years. And so I basically am calling them wow. with the only intention is to ask them how they're doing. And I have no, no intention whatsoever before I make that phone call to schedule them. It's going to be only about, you know, a personal call. And I think for me, it's to always, for me personally, I, I try to have, you know, specific intentions. So I don't want them to think that it's a sales call. I'm trying to get them back on the books. You know, I'm trying to fill my schedule. I'm, I don't ever want to come across that way. Um, so it is always personal. Um, and some other things that I do that Dr. Tanaka and Dr. Leon allow me to do is, I mean, if I know that there's a special occasion or, or something sad has happened, they allow me to do whatever I like, send them flowers, send them a gift. Um, whatever I decide. And the doctors have always given me that, um, that freedom to make those types of decisions. And I am always very respectful of that. But I think that they like the fact that it's personal, that I always make it personal. It's always about the patients. And as far as the employees go, we have had a lot of new employees. I have been working from home um, primarily from home from since the pandemic. And I knew that we had a, a good number of new ladies. And so I went ahead and I had them up here, uh, you know, to Sedona for like a little get together with me so we can get to know one another since I, wow. in, in the very beginning, I didn't have that connection personally. 
And it's hard to be able to manage people, manage the office without that relationship. And I've known that over the years because it, it, I mean, it was easy for me because I was present in the office physically and was able to connect with them. Um, so, but for me, I already knew that they were, I mean, they were sweet ladies. I mean, uh, Dr. Tanaka and Dr. Leong, they were referred to us from um, Phoenix College and we know quite a few of the teachers there and, and they just know our office. So I knew that if they were sending uh, these ladies our way, that they were, um, you know, they were top of their class. And, um, but as far as special things that you do for the patients, I, I've always just said, you know, you treat people the way you want to be treated and to be present, you know, in your communication. If somebody's in front of you, it's, it's just to be present with them. And um, people can sense that, whether or not you are genuine. And I really think that everybody in our office is. And I think that um, there's, no, there's no denying when something is genuine. And patients, even new patients walk into our office and they can feel and sense that it's a safe, um, very welcoming environment. It is. I have to say, you're, I, I have to say, your office is definitely welcoming. Every time I'm in there, you know, I just feel like I'm coming home to see friends. So it's definitely a, a really warm and welcoming environment. Um, and I'm sure a lot of people will call you after hearing this, want to know what your secret sauce is. You know, if you've done any special training or practice management programs or things like that but I but I think you guys just have such an amazing culture in your office I've never seen any office um, I mean actually I do have one other client that has a staff that have been there 20 plus 20 and 30 plus years but it's just and it's the same the same thing it's they they're treated like family so I guess maybe that's the secret sauce to, to the long, longevity is to just treat everybody like family. I really do feel that, but you know, I, you yeah. know, you almost forget, you know, I've been in the office for so many years, you know, the doctors have always been about continue, continuing education. Um, we have had practice management companies come in and we've always learned from them, no, you know, no matter what organization it was, uh, we were always able to take away something that we could incorporate in the office. Um, and the doctors are always so good. Dr. Sonaka, being that we have um, a newer staff, newer staff members, he's taking the time every month on one Friday out of every month to teach them something clinically or, you know, there's times where I will go in and teach them, you know, you know, the business part of it, the front office, um, you know, so there's always teaching going on. Uh, we have meetings uh, once a month and there's always something, uh, a system that needs improving. Um, the minute that you think that you know everything is the minute you stop growing. Um, so for us, we always know that we want to do things, you know, better. So if there's a better way, uh, you know, we want to learn it. We want to try to incorporate it. And if it fits, it fits. Um, so, yeah, no, we're, we're pretty fortunate. I think it, it, you know, picking the people that are in our office, number one, we just, you know, pick the people that really care, really care about what they do and care about people. 
Um, so no, we we're, we're pretty fortunate. You are, you really are. So, and I, and I think that's another, you know, recipe for success is picking people that are so passionate about what they do, because if you're not, especially in this industry and in the, you know, medical and dental fields, I mean, you've got to be passionate about what you do, because if you're not, it's, it's going to come through in, in lack of patient care. So you guys are really have done a great job in picking new team, new team members that are, that are passionate about what they do. And it definitely, you're right. It does come through. I see it every time I'm in your office. So which is really great because <laughs> I see it. I see the opposite in offices too. So, and that's a struggle, but no, you guys have, have a great culture. Um, anything else you want to, you want to share with us this morning, Harriet, about your office or your team or. Yeah. I just would say that my advice to an office that wants to create a, a great culture is uh, to have systems in place that evolve and change for the better. Uh, and always be willing to learn from one another and be better, be a better communicator. Um, and just to not, not to forget to have fun and life is just too short. Um, you know, you spend a lot of time with the people that you work with, um, and people are going to come and go. And you, you just, I think the important thing is to, to genuinely want the best for one another. And I always felt like when some person, a person in our office decides to make a change in their life or to not be part of the office, you have to like, there needs to be a switch inside of you and, and to, to not feel bad for yourself about a person leaving, but being excited for them that they're going to step into another journey. Um, I've been, I think I've been at the office so long um, because I have almost taken on, you know, I, I feel like it's, they've always made it feel like I'm part of the business. And I think that the doctors have created that environment to, to make everyone feel as though they, they are the business. We are the business. We're faces of the business and, um, and super grateful to work with such great leaders and friends. So yeah, thanks. Thanks for talking with me today, Linda. Oh, absolutely, Harriet. I th thank you for sharing your insights and, and, you know, what makes your team so great and the culture so great and, and the doctors so great. I really appreciate it because I think there's so many offices out there that, you know, obviously have great doctors or they have a great office manager or a great hygienist, but they have trouble just creating that lasting, um, great culture that that resonates through the entire team so you know I, i'm hoping that you know people listen to this and really kind of take a lot of this to heart and understand that in you know in this business it is a family business your your staff has to be your family um your patients are your family that's what this business is about it's it's not about you know selling pens uh you know it's about taking care of people and so it's it's a people business so i really appreciate harriet that you shared your insights with us this morning they're so helpful they'll be helpful to so many people and i can't tell you how much we appreciate your time and I know I will be talking with you again soon and one thing one thing I'll tell you that I tell oh you're welcome and I'll tell you the same thing that I tell everybody when I sign off our podcast is that if you want to have a great day make it a great day yes I agree thanks Linda